Welcome to the Your Own Food Coach podcast. My name is Pamela Kelly. I'm a registered dietitian and nutritionist in practice for over 25 years. We have created this podcast to have a conversation to explore the world of food, nutrition, health, and body image together. You have come to the right place. Welcome to episode 17. This episode is called Handling Special Events with Ease. When I'm recording this today, I'm actually right before Thanksgiving. So I have a lot of ideas about food and holidays, food memories and gatherings coming to me from the clients who come into my office. So even though it's Thanksgiving time here when I'm recording this, the information that we're going to share today could be used at any holiday, any celebration, any special event that you find yourself dealing with. Vacations and celebrations and holiday gatherings offer us a break from our routine, and a lot of us look forward to it with a great anticipation. But you know and I know that there's a lot of extra foods and different foods that show up on special occasions. I'd like you to enter whatever holiday season you happen to be in when you listen to this with an attitude of not worrying about what food is there. With some thoughts in advance, you can handle any type of special time without disrupting your eating or your activity plans that seem to work best for you. So I want you to be thinking about how to take the best care of yourself as a top priority and then consider what tools you might need to use to make a good holiday season, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's or Valentine's Day or Easter or Memorial Weekend or the 4th of July or Whatever else comes up, Halloween, it doesn't matter, but special events can throw us off, and my clients tell me that as well. So for holidays, some people look at it with sort of a negative expectation because they're afraid that if there's food there, that they're going to overeat, and that they actually look at holidays with a sense of disappointment and maybe even dread because they fear weight gain. And just so you know, there is a rumor that you gain 10 pounds between Halloween and the new year. And let me tell you, it's simply not true. If it were true and we all gained 10 pounds over the holidays, imagine how much more you would weigh over a lifetime based on holidays. So let that thought go and instead think about your favorite holidays and the favorite events that you have and think about thinking of the friends and the family that you're around as opposed to the drama around mealtime. So I'm going to talk to you first about some tips that you might be able to use that could help you. First of all, this is your body and you know it well. You know what feels good with regard to eating. It's easy to get distracted from that when you're around people you don't normally see or if there's foods you don't normally have around you or if you're in a different place than where you usually are, um, perhaps there's a, a disconnect in some ways from, from yourself. But I'm telling you to just pause and remember, it's your body. As long as you're paying attention to your own physical signs of hunger and satiety at social gatherings, especially when food is the main event, you'll find yourself at ease much easier with whatever foods present themselves. 
So I would encourage you, as I do my clients, to practice hunger and fullness and pay attention to your own individual body signals. Next, plan your eating prior to a special holiday meal or event. Now, there are suggestions that you don't eat all day before a big holiday meal. And again, this could be any holiday meal, not just Thanksgiving. So the suggestions would be to prepare by restricting until you finally get the chance to that meal. I say no. My clients can tell you that when you starve or restrict before a holiday meal, you're much more likely to overeat. But you could plan your eating prior to a special holiday meal. You want to be hungry enough to enjoy your holiday favorites, but not so famished that you feel like you can't stop and it feels like the Last Supper. Socialize away from buffet tables. Now, right now, because it's Thanksgiving, you can imagine we're into football season and parties and basketball games, etc., where there's food buffets. So if you're anxious or nervous or you're around people you normally don't see, be careful because there is such a thing as food sensibility. And what that means is if you hang around where the food is and you're the least bit anxious or the least bit um, nervous, you might eat more than you planned. So fix your plate and step away from the buffet area or put some foods on the plate that you don't really care for so that you've got food there, but you're not piling it up with foods that you love. Allow some sweet contemplation of past family rituals. This can be such a wonderful thing to think about the rituals and memories associated with holidays of your past. Think about choosing foods that you genuinely want. I can tell you that I can imagine my dad in the kitchen making bread on Thanksgiving with the parades on the television on Thanksgiving morning. I can tell you that I can remember the smell of barbecue on the 4th of July from hamburgers that my dad and my aunt patted up and the sizzling of the burning of the, the fires on the grill. I can tell you that over holidays like Christmas and my mother would make fudge. I can tell you about Easter and the meals that we had. And my clients have told me amazing stories of family rituals and memories that they have with the holidays. So pause for just a minute and think about those memories that you have. What was special to you? What special treat was there? What is in those holidays that are not part of your normal diet? Mill traditions can symbolize so much for us. So do not deny yourself a special treat just because it's not on your diet. Let yourself have those things that are important to you when the time is important and the day is important and the people are important. If a particular food is special to you, I encourage you to give it your full attention rather than just eating on autopilot. So picture just a moment, and because it's close to Thanksgiving when I'm recording this, think about Thanksgiving, even if it was months ago for you. Think about all the foods that are available. Think about a food that is particularly special to you. Is it mashed potatoes and gravy? Is it macaroni and cheese? Is it a green bean casserole? What is it? Pick it. 
and let yourself eat it mindfully and deliberately by reducing distractions and just sitting down to enjoy it. Appreciate the food from its appearance and the aroma and the look and savor one bite at a time. Now, my clients tell me that this is a hard thing to do if they're sitting across from an aunt or grandparent or a sibling that they have some conflict with. If you pay attention to the food with gratitude, you literally can focus on that and let the other drama go. Let it go and let yourself enjoy that particular food because you deserve it. Now, I want to put a caution out there about eating because of our obligation. And this means eating because it's just on the table or because somebody said they made it just for you or someone says, I've got this and you're going to just love it. You've got to eat it. You don't have to eat out of obligation ever. And I want you to think about that. It is okay to politely and gracefully say, no, thank you. You can always ask for a recipe if you're concerned about hurting feelings, or you can say, may I have a piece to take home with me to eat later? I want to enjoy it, but I'm too full for it right now. Don't feel like you have to eat just because it's there. And during the holidays, regardless of what holiday it is, look for opportunities to do things that are fun and active. Take a walk. Play basketball outside, kick a ball around, go for a walk, take the dogs out, go to a mall, go look for a waterfall. Do anything that gives you a chance to see what is around you. And if you're traveling, make a point to see where the local attractions might be. And if you're at home, even board games or a puzzle could be a new part of a holiday tradition that you use with your friends and your family. You could As a family, get on the internet and search hotels and restaurants and food stores and see what is available in an area where you might be that's different than normal. You could pack foods, non-perishable things, and carry it with you so that when you do go somewhere else, you know that you've got some things that you will enjoy for sure. If you're traveling and you have a special holiday or event coming up, look for hotels and facilities that will Let you know what's available there so that if they don't have what you want, you can prepare it and not be disappointed, but it gives you a chance to prepare in advance, and it's always a good idea to be prepared. Try to keep your schedule as regular as possible. Think about time zone changes if you're going somewhere else, but try to stay on schedule. This doesn't mean that you have to be rigid with what you do but holiday eating typically feels a whole lot better if you take the time to be prepared some with what, what with what you're doing. Now, next, I want to share with you a lovely idea about eating with intuitive eating guidelines that I've mentioned in previous podcasts. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to do this. This is coming from Evelyn Triboli's Intuitive Eater, and she called it the Bill of Rights. So I'm going to quote here from her, quote, what if peace on earth could begin at the dinner table? Imagine experiencing inner peace, free from incessant worry about what to eat. It's hard to enjoy the holidays with you are preoccupied with eating or worried about what to say to relatives who have a 
annual tradition of telling you what and how you are supposed to eat. You have a right to enjoy the holiday season, and I encourage you to work on fostering inner peace, mind, body, and spirit, end quote. Now, I want you to remember that no one but you knows how you feel emotionally and physically. And as I remind my clients every day, you are the expert of your body and your soul, and you know what inner attunement you need to do rather than external well-meaning suggestions by other members of your family. So listen to a few of these that come from Evelyn Triboli, and I am paraphrasing some of these here. You have the right to savor food. You have the right to enjoy a second serving without an apology if you want it. You have a right to honor fullness, and that might mean no thank you to a second helping. It is not your responsibility to make somebody else happy by eating something you don't want. You have the right to say no thank you to anything. You have the right to stick to whatever is best for you and just calmly and politely with grace say thank you, but no, really, no. You have the right to eat pumpkin pie for breakfast. I like that one. You have the right to be alone, even if there's company around, to take some time for yourself. Stress and anxiety rises whenever an event or a holiday comes around. So practice that self-care piece by taking some time just to be yourself by yourself. You have the right to not participate in weight-related conversations. Remember earlier I mentioned the 10 pounds during the holidays that people talk about? It's not true, and you don't have to buy into that, nor do you have to buy into any weight and diet-related conversations. You have a right to be excited and to look forward to any holiday and any event, menu, and food, just like you did when you were a kid. The greatest pleasure can be found in all of your senses. Enjoy the ambiance, the company, the entertainment, all of your holiday traditions, old and new, no matter what season, no matter what meal, no matter what holiday. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in the Your Own Food Coach podcast. Sometimes we think we're looking for the answers when in fact what we really need is to ask the right questions. I encourage you to ask those questions. Talk to friends, family, a therapist, or me if you have questions about food and nutrition. I see clients in the office and online virtually all over the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I'd like to offer a special thank you to my producer, Brian Strickland, and my brand's manager, Malia Smith. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. Thank you. The information presented on this podcast is for the enjoyment of all listeners. It is not intended as either medical or medical nutrition advice or counseling, nor is it specific to any particular individual. It is not intended to replace counseling, medical nutrition therapy, or treatment. Contact a healthcare professional if you are experiencing problems that seem health-related. Please contact 911 if you are having an emergency.